Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. <laughs> Greetings, welcome. Sorry about that. I made him choke on his coffee. Right, we were turning. We were talking about race, right? Yeah. Sealants uh, Grove Speedway, Seelans Grove NASCAR. Sealants <laughs> Grove Speedway. Get down and visit. Uh, Williams Grove. Excellent. And yeah, Williams Grove. Get get out the area. Bloomsburg Fair is going to have uh, racing up at their track. Uh, we'll have Steve Williams on the radio Sunday morning. He'll give us a report from Sealants Grove Speedway. Did you know he's a big motorhead? He's not just a, a great wrestling commentator, but he loves auto racing also yeah motorhead uh a heavy metal band from uh <laughs> detroit england probably. england no, uh, is let me uh i can't get his last name all right Just you work away. on that not not uh let's get on to important <laughs> things sponsored by the sunbury motor company with oh, important yeah. callers coming in right that's true yeah somebody's calling already uh, you know we this next caller could change all right could change the way you think of the immigration policy. You are listening to On the Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show, and we have asked for and received an opportunity to talk to our congressman, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser of the 9th District, a Republican, lives in Dallas, Pennsylvania with his family and is a, uh, uber conservative. Uh, but can I call you a natural born listener also? Uh, sure, sure, that works great. Good morning, Mark. Is that, is that Ben Reikley's voice I hear? Yes. Yes, that would be. Sorry, I should have warned you, I guess. And Mark, Mark didn't put a, a significant uh, part of your uh, bio would be a Bucknell Bison football fan. Yeah, well, you better believe fan. it. Uh, mm-hmm. Bucknell, Holy Cross, the uh, Southern Patriot League Championship, 2 o'clock kickoff Saturday. At Bison Home Field. So be there. Yeah. All right. We'll see it. And if you can't catch it at, at the field, you can catch it on our sister station, 100.9 The Valley. And uh, it'll be on the radio. My son Danny's a running back on the Bison. Yes. So oh, no kidding. Freshman. A so, contributing yeah. freshman, which is uh, excellent. Came from a uh, great uh, high school program up in Dallas, PA. Went into the state finals. But uh, no, uh, now the Muser family will be traveling to Union County to enjoy uh, collegiate football for the next couple years. All right. Well, hopefully there's another win, and then you have more traveling in your future next weekend. So, yeah, good luck to the Bison. Well, thanks for calling in, Congressman. Let's start out at the beginning of the week. You had an opportunity to go to the U.S.-Mexico border. Give us an overview of that. And, of course, we hear a lot of news coverage from down there. Tell us what's really happening down there. Well, unfortunately, it's a terrible situation. Uh, It's a crisis that turned into a disaster. And, of course, uh, the Biden-Harris administration thought it was a good idea to ignore it and pretend it wasn't happening um, and did nothing. Uh, Neither has visited the border. And it's very, very telling to, in fact, uh, visit it. Uh, It was my second trip to the border. I actually attended uh, with the Problem Solvers Caucus, so there were some Republicans and some Democrats. And I find that very helpful because uh, there's no spin. We're all seeing the same thing. We're all hearing the same things. 
Um, so therefore, we should come away with the same with the same conclusions. And the conclusions are when you talk to any Customs and Border Patrol a- agent uh, that they're they're in a, a dire situation, uh, and there's no question that it was caused by caused by policy changes of the Biden administration. They thought it was a wonderful idea to reverse anything that was done by the Trump administration, which, by the way, was very successful in greatly curtailing the number of illegals uh, and uh, and drugs um, entering our country. Uh, But the the things that they reversed uh, uh, that were most significant was, number one, the asylum being taken in in Mexico. Somebody who's seeking asylum in the U.S., uh, they were being processed for the last couple of years in Mexico. Now they reverse that. The asylum is being processed in the U.S. So once they come in and ask for asylum, they're granted a hearing, which is usually 18 months in the future uh, at a certain location. And the people are then what's called catch and release, just simply let go if they're seeking asylum in the U.S. And what's very um, disconcerting about that is the fact is, 50 to 60 percent, they say, of those that get released do show up for their asylum hearing, and that almost sounds somewhat encouraging, although half just mix into our, illegally into our uh, communities. But those of the, that do show up are seeking a chance to actually get legal status and, and, and gain asylum. But what happens is 90 percent of those that get denied get a few days to get their affairs in order and then disappear anyway. So it's it's an absolutely ridiculous process that the Biden administration has reinstituted. The other thing they did was they changed what's called Title 42. Title 42 was put in, in place by the Trump administration last March and it, it allowed with, with under with, because of COVID and emergency conditions to dispel to um, uh, send back any um, illegal who, who, who comes in. Uh, what Title 42 changed was unaccompanied minors would not be deported. And, uh, and that's why we've had over 30,000 unaccompanied minors um, at the detention centers. And it was, uh, it was terrible. I mean, it was, in a way, I would call it disgusting because it was clean enough, but in these so-called pods or rooms, Maybe you've seen some of the footage. Uh, the Biden administration put a gag order, so they're not allowing footage out, uh, nor are they allowing CBP to, uh, agents to speak to, uh, to media, which is, which is Orwellian, for crying out loud. If the Trump administration would have done something like that, it would have been a national crisis, but that's taking place. But you have 50, 60 kids in these rooms that have a capacity of 15. That, so that's happening. We saw that. Them just crowded in there, laying down, sitting. Um, uh, they get out for about an hour a day because it's all the capacity that, that they have. So it's a, and not to mention the fact that by law they're supposed to be there only for three days. They're, they're, they are there now on average 20 days. So it's a complete, utter disaster uh, thanks to the Biden-Harris liberal policies. What about adults coming in the U.S. illegally, not asylum seekers, not kids, more adults coming in illegally and becoming illegal immigrants yeah. in the U.S.? The, the most ever. We, they, they, they apprehended, they caught 184,000 coming across the border uh, in March. I mean, you know, I was there once before, and, and it, was, it, was, it was not um, 
to about two years ago, and it, it was a heavy amount of illegals coming through. It was before uh, the, the Trump administration corrected it, but it was nowhere near like this. I mean, every time you go near the river, you see more people being pulled out and uh, being put into these temporary detention areas. Um, yeah, it's uh, record levels being being apprehended, and let's face it, that means that there's record levels uh, not being apprehended, particularly since now CBP has to spend all their time processing and changing diapers and taking care and feeding rather than patrolling the border. So, you know, liberalism, you know, when you try to fix liberalism with liberalism, it, it, it exponentially fails. Well, Congressman, I, I, I always, and, and I say this going back and seeing this from the 80s out in California and actually watching people run through the checkpoints or the turnstiles at the border and, and, and understanding the, the labor scenario in the San Joaquin Valley, California with the farmers. So going back and understanding some of this from an economics, but I, I look at the business model of immigration and how it's become it's advanced. I mean, they, the coyotes, the cartels have put together business models, and it's a moneymaker. Not only have human beings become commodities, but with these commodities, the sub-commodities of the drugs and everything can come in because they create such a whirlwind with people that they then can bring in the other items yeah. and and, yeah. It, and it's a mess and for people to say walls don't work they haven't seen it it worked in california pushed it over to arizona arizona right. built walls it pushed it east again uh but the 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 question i have is to the biden administration is why is america better with your changes in your immigration policy can you tell me wh why we're better and you know, I, I have some you think pretty Dan, liberal. Does Dan know that no, answer? No, liberal people that say, but the frustration is, why are we here? And my question is, will the Biden administration eat a little humble pie and uh, make changes to improve and this spend, situation? What, what you're saying is not an opinion. It's an absolute fact. Every The first thing they showed us when we got there was all the levels of drugs coming in. They kilos. We were handling it. Kilos of cocaine just confiscated. Fentanyl. Uh, the most addictive um, killer for on our streets is up over 2,000% from uh, from same time last year. So uh, it's it's destroying our uh, our schools, our communities, uh, our, our young people, and and that is way up. And you said it perfectly. The cartels are having a field day. Car the cartels are completely behind the, the the coyotes. They charge people for coming across. Uh, they exasperate the, uh, the the welcome mat that, um, that that the Biden administration has communicated more or less to those um, uh, to those illegals, and so that's a big problem. CBP talks about, but the cartels are just um, are, are it's a huge money maker. They're using people as distraction. They're, they're first of all they're earning on them, and then they'll send one or two rafts across uh, with people. Uh, and then they'll bring another one across with, with the drugs. Uh, so they, they use them as distractions. And the CBP will tell you sometimes they got people and drugs on a boat or a raft. And you know what they do when they're about to get caught? They take the little kids and they throw them in the Rio Grande 
So the CBP has to go, has, uh, obviously is going to get the kids, and so the, the drug dealers uh, can can escape. So it's really a, a, a wonderful situation. Yeah, and, uh, and it's that liberalism or- creates, and it's orchestrated. I mean, it, it's a right. business model, and and we we see the uh, uh, heads of state in the central, you know, these the triangle countries, northern triangle countries, where is Guatemala. We see them talking about the incentives. But the do-gooders here, the people who want to feel good and say, oh, we've got to get these people out of a bad situation, well, you know, define a bad situation. I, I think uh, inner-city Chicago is a bad situation that we haven't addressed. Other situations here we haven't addressed. But when it's, when it's blatant that these policy changes have has made this disaster, not even a crisis anymore, Again, where do we go from here? Does the administration eat humble pie and turn back that? Because this isn't making America better, and it's it's yeah. not making the do-gooders feel good if they really saw what what's going on with these. This is a this is a human crisis that the Biden administration has basically has their fingerprints all over. That's right, and I hope that their the, the, the complete disorder that they've created somehow they they're allowing to prolong. If they think it's it, it's in their interest to have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of illegals entering our country, because by the way, the House did pass. No Republicans voted for it. All Democrats. They did pass amnesty uh, a couple of weeks back, um, and uh, it's not going to pass the Senate as long as the filibuster holds. But as we know, they're trying to change that as well. So they just need 50 plus one to to pass HR1, all kinds of federalization of our of our uh, election laws, as well as passing amnesty. So, look, people got to look at what's happening in, in, in our country. You know, we got this court packing, packing, we got these gun law changes, we got all these falsehoods coming out, them talking about um, Georgia uh, legislation um, related to election integrity. Uh, they completely lied about uh, all kinds of aspects about what that was about, and anybody who wasn't favorable to some sort of identification, some sort of election integrity against free for all, somehow is a racist. Um, you know, we 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 gotta you know try, do our best to face reality, get the truth, and vote in line with where we want America to be and where we want it to go. I mean, we're at a pivotal point. At the border, uh, this idea of letting children in, the goal is to have a more humane system than turning away children of all ages. Now, some of them are pretty self-sufficient teenagers, but some of them are pretty young. Uh, Is that an okay policy, letting kids in, uh, if if we weren't overwhelmed, if we could somehow handle it, if we, you know, presume we have unlimited money to pay for all of this? But is that a satisfactory policy change, this idea of allowing children, unaccompanied children, to come into the U.S.? Well, then they can seek asylum, right, and go through it in, in a manner. And um, as well, anyone, I am anyway, as a Republican, for, for changing our, our immigration or illegal immigration laws. But that also has to start with border security. You know, high fences, but wide gates. If we're going to have a strategy or plan in that manner... Uh, then it needs to be legal and lawful. We can't just cause disruption and change a um, this Title 42 I mentioned and create a complete utter havoc and disorder we, at we the might, border. Should we bring him back on to national? Yeah. Uh, Congressman, I'd say this. 
when you when Mar- on, on Mark's statement there unaccompanied uh, uh, children, but if you create that, you start the pipeline then of sending children up by themselves, and that's where the coyotes and the cartels make their money. And we not only make their the, money, Ben abuse them, abuse them, rape yep. them. I mean, it's it's they actually CBP who's got no axe to grind here. They provide facts. Say it's, it's as much as one third face severe ab- abuse. I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a horrific situation. And, and remember, the business of immigration, illegal immigration, is on both sides of the border. Because now you see immigrants, these immigrants in Texas, are being bussed out to different places, uh, over to Phoenix, uh, up into the the Midwest. So Pennsylvania, yeah. So we just had Erie. 150 go to what, Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So the business of this illegal immigration. Uh, runs on on both sides, and it's I, I, again, it's 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 a frustrating scenario that was created. Where do we go from here? It's it's it, it just doesn't make any sense that uh, uh, the Trump administration put situate looked at it as a situational analysis how to improve this, how to make it better. They got to a point where they made it better, and this administration just gutted that. I think it's correctable, and and then the. Uh uh, the, the media made it out that, that what the Trump administration was doing was overly harsh and everything else. I mean, it, w- it was it was uh, orderly, uh, and the right uh, messages were being sent. And now uh, the, uh, it, it, the incentive message is out there, causing these people to come from uh, Central America, make their way through deserts and, 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 and at night, and, uh, and, and, and um, uh, fatalities along the way. And... Um, uh, it is illegal. They, they they think that Biden's welcoming them in. Well, quick, so quick question they, they too. Created a mess. Quick question on refugees. But uh, I, I've posed this question: Why aren't these people going to Costa Rica, or why aren't they going to Belize? Because well, it's the, not the, the U.S. The, the, those <laughs> countries have. I know that one. Go, those countries have policies. So you know these people are making treks through Mexico all the way sure. up to here. If, if they need refugee status, the first country they get into, technically international law, is refugee status. But you're right. Belize and Costa Rica are very are, are, are doing financially okay. Why are they going there? Precisely because they have border patrol and and policy uh, where. Uh, where we apparently do not. With limited. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we'll give you the last word. Anything to add to the many remarks? We appreciate you calling in today. Yeah. Additional comment. Thanks, Mark. Look, we just look, we can we can get these things right. Unfortunately, our government uh, at this point in time, the federal government continues to be overly political. We got to keep the faith. Uh, we got to keep up the fight. Um, we've uh, we've gotten knocked down before uh, America. We've had a tough year, but we um, what what what's in Americans' DNA is when we get knocked down, we get up and uh, we get up with a vengeance, and that's what we're going to do again here. Um, let's uh, let's just all pray and have faith and, and and keep up the fight and and put people in office, Republican or Democrat, that are truly working for the greater good not for special interest and not for um, short-term gains, and not to transform Pen- uh, Pennsylvania or America into something unrecognizable. You know, this idea of a one-party system and one-party rule and, uh, is, is just wrong. Um, we, uh, the fundamentals of what made America great need to be enhanced.
All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. You have an open mic here anytime. Come and visit. Sure. Next time you're up in the Sunbury region, you know where we're at. So we'd love to have you back sure in the studio Thanks, again. No, yep. Thank, thank you, you so much. And on a lighter note, go Bison. <laughs> yeah, how about that? All right, thank you so much for checking in. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, uh, a Republican from the 9th District, on his recent trip to the U.S.-Mexico border, will take reaction from you. Uh, he lamented the fact uh, that uh, the liberalism has made it all very political. So I hope you can... Bipartisan s- trip to the border, though, remember? Democrats right. and yeah. Republicans. Yeah, but uh, liberalism is, uh, is the issue, so we can talk about that. What's so good about liberalism? What's so bad about it? We would just <laughs> love to hear from you. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We've got open phones right now. You can email us at on the market WKOK.com or text us at seven zero two three six. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome more pork <laughs> steak. Meat. All right. Meat Friday? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting the Dan Patrick Show early. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Maybe a speedy dialer will. Uh, nope, I guess not. Nope. Joseph is on the line. We have a few moments left in this hour. Go ahead, Joseph. You're on the mark. Yeah, I want to comment on this border crisis. Uh, number one, when they come seeking asylum. Isn't it usually from persecution from the government that they are seeking asylum in a new country? Yeah, most of them aren't seeking asylum from Mexico, though. They're from Guatemala and Honduras right, and El right. Salvador. I understand, but it's, it's, okay. it's persecution from the government. Uh, among so, other yeah, things, it could just be... Lives or whatever. Uh, could I be know, government. You know, they, they fled Hitler's Germany, tried to, and so forth. Uh, well, here's my question. Uh, these corrupt politicians... And they are corrupt. I've been to Africa, I've been to third world countries in Egypt and, and uh, Europe and Mexico. Uh, if you want something, all you need to do is put, if you have paperwork, you just put some money between the papers and give it to the official and you'll get what you want. I've seen it work, I know how it works. And so what in the world, when Kamala Harris is gonna go down there to deal with these people and to give them money to help their situation, she's gonna give it to the government. And the government then is going to uh, deal it out to whom? Like uh, when the earthquake was in Haiti, there was all kind of stuff sitting on the dock that we shipped down there and other countries did. And the black market took over and got that stuff. Yeah. And well, the government is instrumental in this. Yeah, They're but that's, that's, the, that's the fallacy of uh, foreign aid, the implementation of it. Uh, the 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 scenario I put what I would I would volunteer for this I you know give me an ambassadorship to a country and I'll take I'll take that country okay the foreign aid comes through the ambassador the ambassador is the business manager I come to you Joseph and I say okay Joseph you're the mayor of 
town X. What do you need? You need a water system? You need a school? Okay, the United States will help you build this. However, you're going to cut the ribbon. We're going to have a flag of your country, your town flag, and we're going to have a United States flag. People will realize that the United States contributed to help you your town have water or to have education. Our foreign policy, I mean, I understand you have to grease some palms here and there, but the greasing should be in the 10% range and not 50%. And not that. So They had him on tape. You know, you're not going to get this billion dollars unless you... Uh, uh, fire this uh, investigator yeah. investigating Burisma. Well, but you know, I mean, it's just grease in each other's hands, and it it doesn't go anywhere. It never has, and it never will. Well, another no, question. Correct, the but the whole jo- Joseph corruption's going to be there. The the point is limiting it. How can you limit it down to the point that then you can get your foreign aid to the people of these countries to do good? Well, <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to have an individual from our government. To, to take that aid down there that you can trust, but boy, that's something else too. He, he would have to be a born-again believer, one that you can trust, and uh, you know, deal it out and see that it, and then still there's corruption. Right. What's I, your I other understand. question? What's uh, your other question? I had another question. Uh, the senator was talking there, and he said that uh, Guatemala, these country, Costa Rica, why don't they stop there? And he said, well, they have uh, border patrols. Well, now, hold on once. Don't these people have to come through those countries? So why don't the the, uh, the border patrol stop them at their, their border and don't let them come in? And jo- Joseph, here, here, here. Joseph, the answer to your question was your first question. Corruption. They're paid. The cartels are paying these people to let them through. It's a chain of corruption. Thank you, Joseph. You're right. And it isn't going to end until the Savior comes back and sets up a kingdom here where there will be a righteous judgment. All right. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Joseph. All right. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. Good morning. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. The deep voice man did a fabulous job, but he omitted somebody, Mr. Rob Center, our great producer. We appreciate his help and hard work. Uh, he's on the other side of the glass. Now is the time to call us, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, good Congressman uh, Dan Muser of the 9th District was just on the line, of course, talking about, among other things, his son, who's a Bucknell Bison freshman, who's going to be playing in the football game tomorrow, may have an opportunity mm-hmm. to play, He'll certainly be yeah. suiting up and have a chance yeah. to go. Contributor. On our Contributor. 100.9 The Valley Station. So if you want to listen to that football game, that should be a great game. Holy Cross is a tough foe, but uh, they are beatable. We know that to be true. So hopefully Bison can rise to the occasion. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We've been talking about the U.S.-Mexico border throughout the day, uh, throughout the week. Talked about uh, gun control measures, common sense measures in gun laws that can 
make us safer. We <laughs> haven't found any yet, but we keep asking. <laughs> Who's common sense? Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> Stan says that we don't need any changes. So, Although he all calls for enforcement of existing rules. Well, I, that's I, a big dilemma. I, I will say one thing for all these instances that are going on. I can give you some words that would solve 95 to 99% of these. Personal accountability. Mm. Two words. Personal accountability. Okay, so somebody would, who shoots up a school, they have to be held accountable? or Certainly, but the personal accountability side of it. Uh, I mean, if, uh, again, you, you look, you're accountable for your actions. You take personal accountability. large part of this stuff would not be happening. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We would love your opinion. Congressman Muser also mentioned uh, gun law changes and the scourge of liberalism, my quote, not his, uh, (laughs) that is uh, affecting this and plus making it very political. So that makes it harder to solve these issues if we're on either side of these important divides. What's your view on these topics? 1-800-795-9565. I've got one call coming in and another one waiting. Uh, We'd uh, appreciate you weighing in on these topics today. Some very brief news headlines. COVID-19 related deaths have been reported in the Valley for the first time in a week and cases on Bucknell's campus are continuing to climb. In their daily update Thursday, the state said there were two deaths in Northumberland County and one in Montour County at Bucknell University. 13 more active cases are reported. They have 57 active cases right now, 420 cases since the semester began and a lot more folks getting jabbed. Are you going to get your jab at some point or do you have to wait? Or? Yeah, at some point I have uh, the T cells or the you immunity still have immunity, stuff, but so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait and when the time comes, we'll let others who need it first. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Let us know when you're getting your jab. We'd love to hear the <laughs> viewpoint. A lot of folks don't want it, so we, the hesitancy is going to kill us. So we'd love to hear your opinion about that. Uh, Sixteen hundred forty-seven more Valley residents got uh, vaccinations in the past uh, twenty-four hours prior to noon yesterday. This is. Second Chance Month, and the Union Snyder Prison Coalition has been hard at work helping people once incarcerated get back into society. Coalition co-chair and Susquehanna Valley Mediation Executive Director Susan Jordan. Second chances are important and that we don't judge people by the worst thing they ever did. People deserve a chance to get back on their feet and be part of the community and that our community is stronger and safer when that effort happens across the board. Susan Jordan says that the coalition has many community members <coughs> who are involved in another coalition being formed in Northumberland County. You can hear more about that at WKOK.com. Good, good, good program. Hopefully the cancel culture people are, are listening to that. Right. Her, her statement was, was very pertinent to the cancel culture people. All right. Pennsylvania's 14 state-owned colleges and universities will hold the line on tuition for an unprecedented third consecutive year. That means in-state tuition will be held at about $7,700 a year for basic undergraduate uh, tuition and $319 per credit for in-state residents. Uh, if you want to put a quarter of your wealth, uh, I believe they'll rename one of those colleges after you. Mm. Oh, the, or the new joint, three three college jointure. Give them a million bucks, the Lock Haven, Bloomsburg, Mansfield they'll, they'll trio. put your name on it. Right. Okay. It, it could be uh, 
Reichle University. <laughs> Lawrence is worthless university. How about that? I, I, I was going to say uh, Marktopia. They, they are uh, they are in a spiral. They have to. Marktopia. Uh, we talk about the immigration business model. Uh, higher education business model is is being revamped. But you know that's not always negative. Businesses have to to evaluate themselves. The best time to evaluate your business. I always say is when the business is going well. Uh, don't wait until things oh, aren't. It's flat. But, but look, but higher education, yeah, they're, they're public down, education. They're down 20% in enrollment from 120,000 students two years ago to about 94,000 students on board. We mentioned a shooting that happened overnight in Indianapolis. Police say eight people were killed and multiple others wounded at a FedEx facility in the city's south side late <laughs> Thursday. It's the first mass shooting in the U.S. And oh my gosh, it must have been about 48 hours or so. And finally, in Hanover, Pennsylvania, Christy Lucas spent 17 years as an educator, but has left her career to serve veterans in her community instead. She said she felt a calling to devote herself to those who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces, and she launched a charity called Roots for Boots. And she said, quote, I always had a giving heart and just wanted to help people, and I think this comes naturally. Roots for Boots hosts an annual food drive at the Hanover VFW, which initially served just eight veterans in need. Now there's almost 90 veterans, and it takes dozens of volunteers, many of whom are veterans themselves, to pull off the operation. More than food, though, they also restore hope. A veteran, Rick Rowe, says Lucas is an angel and is more than remarkable. Left her career to volunteer for a living with Roots for Boots. A reference to rooting for the soldiers. Uh, why? And Marines. I think it goes back to World War One. but what, why we don't take better care of our veterans. Uh, we put money at it, know. but we don't get the results. Well, why is but it that we don't really fix the issues in the U.S.? We don't take care of our veterans, and we haven't for two centuries. We don't take care of our borders. We haven't for two centuries. You know why? What's that? Well, if you solve the problem, then you can't use No, they can't have a politi- political argument about so it. So we're bringing in all these, uh, we're doing all this stuff at the border, spending all this money, and here we have veterans, here we have children in Chicago, we're children Baltimore. Right here. Here, but Food insecurity is a big issue locally. Yep. All right, Dale, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Tell us about democracy. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, now that our election has been nationalized, do states think they're going to have the power to get they're going to get the power back at control elections or no? <laughs> because basically, elections are nationalized. You mean the Pennsylvania is not going to yeah. be running the election coming up? No, they didn't do the last one. You know that, Mark. Now, don't try to beat around the bush. Well, because of the pandemic, they were forced oh, to use Dominion. The right? They were right, the no, Bar Association ran it. I forgot. Dominion, right? Yep. No, no, nothing to do with that. See, that's what you're disabled. Most of our state officials are all are disabled for thinking properly. Because here's the deal. It's been nationalized, and they're never going to get the power back because... Because of the pandemic, they were forced to use Dominion, which is government-operated uh, facilities. So then each state rep- each state representative took what Dominion told them, and they announced it. So if you can call that the state-controlled uh, election, you can call it what you want. But I, I believe it's, it's controlled nationally. We'll By, never have an independent and state, who's, huh? who's the main person in charge? Who, who, ran, who ran each Dominion, each state or the government? Well, Dominion was only used in about two states, and of course they weren't. The voting, machine, the voting process? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? 
What's that's the what cur- I'm saying. It's disabled. Well, here's another thing. Here's another thing. Okay, well, Russia's on the Ukrainian border right now is because basically big tech, you know, sold our democracy, which is Ukraine. United States sold Russia, Ukraine. Now, Hong Kong was Trump sold Hong Kong, you know, to China. Now, now they're collect. They're going to go to Taiwan and collect that too. So basically, our democracy is being liquidated. And I mean, the only person you can really, really question is Lindsey Graham or the CIA, because basically. All this smoke screens, cops shooting people, people coming over the border. That's people who are disabled. That they want you to see that. That's conspiracy. They want you to see that. But basically, tell me this is not the truth. Obama and Biden administration sold Ukraine to Russia. Now they're on the border to collect. Well, they didn't sell Ukraine. It's not true. They, yes, they did. That's what. The, no. That's why they didn't come out with. It. They did sell them to Russia. Well, hold it. No, Russia they didn't that. sell Ukraine. They gave Crimea to Russia. So that part of Ukraine they gave to yeah, Russia. Crimea. That's where okay. the most shit. Well, yeah. that's why I say. So now Ukraine. We'll we'll see what's what's going to happen. But remember too, the Biden administration uh, gave them uh, what MRI. I mean, they gave memo MEI. You know, the, the edible food out of the can. They gave them some blankets to help their army. The yeah. Trump administration gave them some weapons to use against the Russians. So uh, I know that. I know that. But Trump did sell Hong Kong to China. And now how? Taiwan is... Uh, Hunter Biden sold Taiwan to China. How, 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 how did the Trump administration sell Hong Kong? Because they stepped up against the Chinese. Uh, let me and, tell you something. We would never in a million years if was the CIA involved in this because the CIA... American taxpayers can't afford to pay the CIA their 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 appetite. All right. Now they're taking big tax money. All so right, we got you, Dale. Okay. Lindsey Graham and the CIA. That's what you need to do. All Thank right. you, sir. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. Sounds like a James Bond movie plot. Uh, might be. All right, call us immediately. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Rob is now standing by. He's ready to go. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One of our listeners sent us a thoughtful email the other day, so we'll read that. It says, "My retirement job for some eighteen years, Bucknell Athletics, gives me a chance to see and interact with students of literally every race on our planet on a daily basis. I sit each morning and listen as." your callers and the host discuss all the problems that are on the front page news and 24-7 television news and radio coverage, each with their own opinion. Interesting to me is most of you live in your own little cocoon and most likely rarely deal with anyone who doesn't look like you and not to be critical, it's just a reality. So we'll read the rest of that later. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, welcome. Uh, good morning, man. I, uh, I'm really kind of on a hiatus of news, but you can't stay away from it. You know, you, I listen to you guys on the radio on the top and the bottom of the hour. I hear, hear the, the main stories, and then if I'm flicking on the TV, checking the stock market, I see what the darn uh, big news is. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's coming down to this. This is the way I see things. <clears throat> I see that the Democrats love to spin. They call it the narrative. Okay, like when Biden came out, and said that the election law in Georgia is Jim Crow on steroids, which was an absolute lie. But that was spread around the country. We had uh, legislatures and states reacting. We had uh, businesses and companies reacting to that. And it was a big lie. And you can just go back in time 
and see. I mean, the latest big lie that's been exposed was the uh, the bounties on American soldiers from you know Russia putting bounties and Trump not doing anything at it before the election. It was all all misinformation, you know. And you know what? When you call it misinformation, when you call it a narrative, even when you call it a lie, you're minimizing the impact. When our government and our media makes up stories and feeds them to us. They're attacking our minds, and I call that an intellectual atrocity. So to me, it's time we stop calling them narratives, we stop calling them stories. We have to call them what they are. They're attacks on people's minds. And until the American people level with that, I don't think things are going to get any better, and they're going to continue to get worse. Well, Mike, this has been going on for years and years. I mean, I have a gentleman who's in his 80s who worked at the Daily Item, and the uh, owner of the Daily Item at that time in the 50s told him that AP was a biased news organization. But people started to realize this probably in the 80s when alternative talk radio, more conservative than liberal, came about. Then all of a sudden you got other networks, the internet, uh, media areas that you could go and get information and you could start questioning us. But this has been going on for a long time and you see now the progressives or Democrats or whichever side you know, they create the narrative to the point now where they put stuff out there that they wouldn't even think of talking about 20, 25 years ago. So, you know, th- this, this for people to understand this, this is where media bias has been for a lot longer than people realize. No, I, I agree with you, but it, it's it, the bias is on steroids now. When you have, no, on, ste- uh, on people, steroids, yes, on steroids times ten. Yeah, I mean, think about the stories that were suppressed on on uh, Twitter and Facebook. I mean, people are like em- you know the people on the left are embracing suppression right now because it's in their favor and censorship. You know, we were always you know I was always taught that free speech and 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 uh, things like that, freedom of the press was important, but people are turning a blind eye to the censorship and the suppression of, of ideas right now, and to me, it, it, it's scary. In what, way and, are and we, I, I, in what way are we censoring access? Well, look we, we've Twitter, talked about this before, did, and, what... and, and you and I disagree completely on this, Mark. When Before the election, the, uh, the story about uh, Hunter Biden Okay, that was suppressed. They 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 blocked the New York Post from uh, mm-hmm. showing it on Twitter and Facebook. I've had I've had uh, stories myself that I've put on Facebook that have been taken off, and they and they say they're what do they say? Their fact checkers their fact checkers say well there is some untruths in it. Yeah, community you know? okay. content. Now why does everybody know about that if somebody's censoring it? It seems to me that this is the least censored story that's ever been. The details what, the of it never thing? came out. Ever, ever? We still don't know the details? No, the Hunter Biden story. But you know there are details, but the they Hunter just Biden haven't come out. The story was suppressed. I don't know. His I just think we got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of snowflakes out there that think they have a lot of theories and conspiracy theories and hunters' theories and all this other stuff, and they're promulgating it. There's lots of websites, and Fox is all over it, uh, but uh, I don't see any censorship, but, uh, you know, well, that, that's just me, just but I am it. not a snowflake about anything. Everything I need well, to know, me, I can find somewhere. Let me ask you a question, Mark. You, you you know there was a shooting in Indianapolis last night, right? <laughs> I heard I heard that on the top of your hour news. Yeah, first or one in almost forty eight hours. Who, who was the gun person? 
Uh, generally, the media doesn't publicize the name of oh, the perpetrator. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they oh, do. Oh, my goodness. If, 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 <laughs> you know, if they please, are a certain please, race and gender, yes, they do. Okay. Yes, they do. You know what? That's right. If, if this was a white guy, we would all know it. If it's a black guy, we'll probably know it in a day or two. And if it's uh, someone of Islamic faith, we might know it in a week. Okay, well, what's and the I mean, answer? That's, let's, that's let's, the let's... modus operandi of the media. Right, I got you, Mike. Unfortunately. What, what, let, me, let me finish this. Mike, what, what is the answer? Who was the shooter? I, I don't know. That's oh, I see. I'm I'm <laughs> so this is indicative. The so, so therefore, he's in the pattern wait. of behavior of the media. So that would be. Wait, what would you say? So he's Islamic because of the fact that we no, can't no, get no, his no. name. If I'm he's saying, white, we get the I'm name. If he's Islamic, he's we don't white. get the name. He's not white because we don't know immediately. Okay, so what's so the demographic two, we'll of this individual? And if we don't know in a day or two, we'll find out that he's uh, some other color and he's Islamic. Yeah, the, okay, so we the, don't odds, the odds are, are right there, and they're not 100%, but the odds are exactly what you laid out. Well, tell mean, me, hold on, Ben. What's the demographic of this individual? Mike. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. This person is white, black, what? We don't know, but I, I'm guessing he's not white. Not white, right okay. Now. What's and, his religion? This is based on... The pattern of behavior of the mainstream media and the narrative that they create. Yeah, right. for people for the What's his the religion? Do you know what his religion is, Mike? No, but if, I'll tell you what. If, if he was a white conservative Christian, we'd know. We'd, we'd know every, We'd know where he went to grade school by now. Okay, good but he's chances. not a white conservative Christian. Good All right, we got you. We Go would. ahead, Ben. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, there. no. Good chances we would. I mean, your narrative's not wrong sure. on that. When we talk about narratives, and the media has created the mess, and uh, and we we shall see how this this plays out. But you can follow. You can follow their reporting. And you can see right. how uh, the bias plays into it. Uh, words mean something on both sides. Well, Mike, we'll know on Monday if you are right. He's not white. He's not a Christian. We he's might, not conservative. We so might we'll, know by the end of the show. Right. It could be. You never I know. know, Mike. Mark, I, I want to tell you this. Your liberal privilege shows. I think you, you used the word conspiracy. You threw out conspiracy theorists. And to me, you were pointing that at me because I, I, I like to look at things, I like to think about them, I like to describe what I think about them, and if they don't fit the left agenda, I'm called a conspiracy theorist, and you threw that out there while I was talking. And you fell right into my trap. Yeah, instead of robust discussions now, we have, uh, if it doesn't fit, a, uh, a narrative. Uh, now it's uh, conspiracy theorist. I mean, <laughs> conspiracy theorists used to be UFOs, this, and, and now this is it's part of the conservative yeah, cancel culture. You're assuming. Yeah. Now it's disagreeing with a, a point of view. And I will say this: the younger folks are the ones who cannot understand agreeing to disagree. If, for the most part, if I feel bad talking to some younger people, they get uh, if 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 you disagree with them. They think it's a personal offense. So, uh, no, I, I would say, Mike, you brought up some uh, very interesting points and points that should be discussed and points that people should be aware about. You know, one, I appreciate that. And one last point. You brought up the cancel culture, Mark. Now, didn't, didn't the uh, Atlanta All-Star game just get canceled? That wasn't by the Republicans. No, that was Major League that was Baseball. Liberal, that was a liberal... A is liberal, Major League uh, Baseball liberal? Cancel culture there. MLB is liberal? Okay, I'm corrected. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Who knew? Now, now you're mocking me. No, the, no, the I didn't know that. Is, Why would I know the, that the Major League Baseball is liberal? Oh, because the players by, are black. I got gotcha. you. They were sucking no, up. They see, were I didn't realize that. They're small the percentage of black. Are there any Republican players? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, there, who, who there, pay, who there's pays more for all foreign the players in than these are. big cities. They're run by Democrats. Okay, and are the owners liberal too? Or do they just have I, I to do what the that, black players tell them to? They know where their bread's being buttered, and they're making sure they're doing the right thing. Right, so it works and again, out. they're looking at demographics, too. They're looking, yes. they're looking at the future, because the old guys like me that watch baseball on TV, we're dying. You know, we, we're dying by the day. So they, need the, the, they have to sell their product to China. They have to sell their product to the younger liberals in this country. So they want to be woke. Yeah. All right, we got you. It's, yeah. all, right. it's all about money. Yeah. No, it is. And, and if you want to talk about corporate welfare, those people who complain about corporate welfare and uh, uh, tax incentives, look at the business of major league sports in the United States. Well, and this is proof that the, the media is liberal and is canceling Republican viewpoints. Mike, who may be a conservative, just spoke for nine minutes. That's proof that you got canceled, Mike. You didn't even get a chance to give your viewpoint or participate in an open dialogue because you got canceled, buddy. This is the ultimate I'm not ultimate a conservative. Hey, you're wrong again. I'm a libertarian. All right. Well, that's fine. The fact of the matter is you're calling in to say that the media wants to cancel you, and you just spoke for nine minutes, and you're coming up. Oh, it's ten now. <laughs> well, I, hey, I appreciate the time. That's I, the kind I, of I cancellation do. I can handle. And, uh, <laughs> this is the last battle in a free speech in the world, I think, yes. right here uh, on the radio. Mark. On the mark. This is it. This is the last place. Okay. We, we, we are holding the flag up high and waving it. All right. Thank you so hey, much, Mike. Mike. Have a good weekend. Appreciate the call. Have a good weekend. Bye. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We're going to take a quickie break. Call us immediately. We just covered a ton of ground there about the good shooter that uh, is going to be identified as a uh-huh. non-white, non-conservative, non-Christian. So uh, we'll find out shortly the, uh, if that is true. I don't think anyone's talking about him being a good shooter. Well, he's pretty effective. What, about a dozen well, victims, right? Well, if you want to go by that, but it's a horrendous crime. Right, no argument. Oh, it is, it is horrendous. The whole country's outraged. We're going to be PO'd for about seven minutes, so, and we're going to take action so, to make well, how sure many, this doesn't how many people, happen How many people who think of themselves, which I can think of uh, groups of individuals, are probably going to be irritated because their FedEx packages are going to be <laughs> delayed a day or two? And that's that's the people you really have to if see. my new headphones look in don't the mirror. get here today, I'm going to be yeah, look in the mirror. There's a tragedy. Uh, Let's see. What else? We talked about cancel culture. We know that it is a human condition. It is not a conservative or libertarian issue. It is a human condition. It used to be burning books. Now it's cancel culture. Uh, Right. Absolutely. Uh, But we'd love your opinion about this. 1-800-795-9565. Mike just covered half a dozen excellent topics. Uh, We'd love to hear your view on this. There's a reason they call Lawrence's opinion worthless. So we'd love you to correct me on all points. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Don't wait till Monday. A lot of people say, I ain't calling until Joe comes back on Monday, but call now. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. Oh, we need callers. 1-800-795-9565. Please Got call us if you have any solar information. Right. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners wisely detects a fallacy. He says, I guess Fox News must be a liberal outlet, too, as they haven't reported on the identity of the shooter either. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, Thank you, Tom. Probably uh, most uh, news outlets have a... Uh, but we have an embargo. Liberalism, conservatism, and some just have a lot more than others. We're concerned that the shooters are Democrats, so we ain't going to re- say his name. Well, I think the shooter... <laughs> he most certainly is a Democrat. No, the, 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 the shooter is a uh, a person with serious, serious problems, and, or had serious problems. Yep, one of our listeners says the shooter was an independent. Okay, well, they, they don't no. even participate in the parties. All right, uh, back to our emailer. I remember our emailer said... Uh, uh, that we live in a cocoon around here. He says, not to be critical of people around here who just live in their cocoon, but that's just a reality. Like on a day like Wednesday, for instance, for five hours, I had hundreds of students, faculty, and staff in front of me scanning to get their COVID testing done, something Bucknell does five days a week. Many yesterday, student athletes, young men and women, white, black, brown, and a scattering of Asians, to me, just people. I know many of these young people, their background, their pre-college and hometown at the school from all over the states and the makeup of our country. Uh, the talk Wednesday, police stops and how they deal with those that uh, they stop for whatever reason. My only point is that as I greeted these young 18 to 21 year old students, how differently they must feel in their hometowns as they drive around and are confronted with the possibility of a simple traffic stop which most had, uh, which most have had to do in our lifetime. Uh, I will venture to say the white students are not near as apprehensive as the blacks uh, with the possible stop uh, through no fault of their own. One exception, of course, that is their skin color. It's a pretty sorry state of affairs in Mm. the U.S. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We had a good caller. Talked about a wide range of topics. Joe, what's your reaction to our good caller, Mike? I was uh, calling about the conversation you had towards the end about giving Mike nine minutes of time, and you seemed to pat yourself on the back that that was uh, a solution to the well. One of those comments is that he's he's being censored. Normally, your policy is I've heard over the few years or so about if there's no one else to call, you will let that person keep on the phone, right? Right, if they're engaging in good it conversation. It seemed as though you didn't have anybody else to call. You had uh, Mike hung up, and then you had a discussion, then you went to commercial. So it wasn't as if you, normally you say, Mike, we got to go. We have other callers. But uh, So I uh, interpret that as you patting yourself on the back because you taking the view that, you know, you had to give him that three minutes uh, when you it was no big deal. I, I 
you were laughing during it, and I'm not sure what to make of that, but giggling kind of. But uh, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, is it because there was uh, no one on the phone, or you were just uh, wanted Mike to have his view because you can you put him as a conservative, but he says he's a libertarian, which is a quite a bit of difference. So did you give him the time because of that or the lack of call? Uh, Joe, we gave him time because he was having a discussion and he was uh, had Mark and myself Engaging. involved. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I mean, that's your a call. policy, though, is usually you get six, the, maybe, uh, Joe, maybe the, seven Joe, the to policy. finish up. You know, I've heard you say many times, hey, we got to go, we got to go. We got other callers. You didn't. Was there someone else on the line? Joe, Just Joe, the, po- that the, Joe, the, po- the, the policy is. The, I know the policy. The host and the if co-host answer, can, can make know, a decision on that. But you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, I wish your call would have brought half the engagement that Mike's call did. Because I'm not, you've not just one, I you've just talk wasted about your time. Of the news because no, I you, wanted to know what Mark thought about the Joe, shooting of Joe. Joe, you, you've you've wasted. Our time, your well, time, you and the listeners' time. Don't tell me I am. I'm wasting you time. Are. I'm not wasting I mean, time. You I nothing. get three minutes uh, okay. most of the time that, if you don't be a re- religious zealot. So I'm not going there. That's today. fine. But what so did you, you, what did you're you not bring? Making any sense what, to me? Well, unfortunate. I, I, well, I think but that's I know probably I'm not making, making any more sense, sense to you, and I'm wasting time. No, so but go ahead. What did you bring? What did you bring to the show? Well, he almost has a gotcha going because... I had one simple question. <laughs> Did Mark patted himself on the back and he was giggling That's fine. At the he's the, he's the host of the show. Me. I wanted an answer. It's not, well, I, I, it's not confusing yeah, Nobody was on me. the line. I, it's a he simple owes, thing what, that you could have answered. What does he Mark owe you the answer for? made it out to for? be that he's breaking some uh, ground here with having a conservative uh, being on the phone libertarian. on a local talk yeah, libertarian. radio that it's... Uh, something different than the national news that's suppressing the Hunter Biden. He's bringing up Hunter Biden, which may have swayed the whole uh, oh, election boy. because people on exit polls said, and Democrats said that they may have not voted for Joe Biden if they would have known some more details about the Hunter Biden uh, laptop. Okay, well, so, Joe, why yeah, didn't you start it, with that? Uh, why didn't you, you start with that? If you want me to talk about that, you won't answer my first question. Well, your, your first <laughs> question? I would have went on to something else, and I don't want more than three minutes because I don't want Mark to foolishly praise me. Thanks. Oh, anyhow. boy. Joe? All right. Yeah, there was no caller on the line. Oh, yeah. I guess he hung up Joe. on you, Mark. Because what happened? He hung up on you. you oh, he, has, he has 27 questions and hangs up. Oh, brother. Anyway. Call back, Joe. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. Don't we do have that. open phones right now, as we did have when Mike was on the line. Here's the policy, folks. The policy changes. <laughs> the co-host or the person I make in it the up as I go along. <laughs> yeah, so, the, the, so anyway, the goal is to really enhance the show. Yeah, bring something. Bring obviously, something. Joe couldn't do, but Mike had uh, probably, what, 30 good, excellent points, and so we enjoyed Enjoyed hearing them. Well, we did, Very engaging. You want to tell them there was two other callers, but we didn't want to take no, the calls because Mike was that false. good. <laughs> take that back. You take that back. Uh, take it back. Well, I I, I, I barely look at the screen. There so were I'm no other sure. callers. I, I thought there maybe were no there other callers. Been. All right. All right, but we'll take one now. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can talk to us. Texters, uh, emails. About, uh, yep, uh, we'll take it. Email. You can email us at on the market or text us at seven zero two three six. We want to talk about a very important place for you to visit. Uh, both Ben and I have been there in recent weeks. It's the Sunbury Motor Company on North Fourth Street in Sunbury. Haven't been to 
the Kia dealership lately, but I got to get back over there and uh, say hi to uh, Ernie and Austin. <laughs> They're moving them Tellurides as fast as humanly possible. I'll tell you what, that's a nice car. Just saw another one yesterday. It looks like an Explorer that's uh, gone to refining school. It is just a super vehicle, but that's just one of the vehicles uh, there. Now they have Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Ford trucks, Ford cars, Hyundai sedans, and of course the minivans are <laughs> about oh. the highest rated you can get. Used cars, too. All right. Yep. Previously owned uh, vehicles in perfect condition. Soon they're going to have a uh, not really beat up Ford Ranger. There's but, a nice one out but there. But I hunted and the, fished uh, in it. There's a nice hard. one out in the lot. Used uh, used car of German make with the uh, Sunbury Motors license on it and a little tag. So uh, oh, so it's right. not it's all the new cars, but the used cars are there also. We call it Lisa Beamer that's out there. So mm-hmm. that's that. But yeah, the Sunbury Motor Company, they would just love to do business with you. And they are a volume dealer. And what does that mean? Well, they don't have to sell 20 cars this week. They'll probably sell 80 vehicles this week. And that means their motivation is to make you a satisfied customer at a price you can afford. They're not trying to pay, you know, the hundred and some people who work their salaries based on one vehicle that they sell this week. Now they uh, do volumes so that they can afford to lower the price down to something you can afford. Super service in the garage, in the quick lane, in the uh, parts department, or the body shop, uh, car wash, you name it. They just fabulously care for everybody and super serve all their customers. I'm one of their customers, so I'm not saying this uh, so just because it's a good commercial are you announcement. Saying that, are you saying they don't put you to sleep on a deal? <laughs> Nobody sleeps at the Sunbury Motor Company, except maybe uh, Kyle on Sunday morning when he gets to sleep in when they're not on the lot. All right, uh, Dan, stand by. We'll take more comers on the line, 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We're moving right along here. We're moving through Friday. Rob Setters, our fabulous producer. I am Mark Lawrence, totally worthless. I think I've more than demonstrated that today. (laughs) Miss... Something funny over there? I just... Okay. Uh, Mr. Ben Reichley is our good we'll conservative you, we'll businessman. We'll self-help here. Are you we, watching this infrastructure bill? That's going to mean a bonanza. Unfortunately, wish it was more infrastructure. And less... Just uh, remember now, in, other infrastructure, it's, it's the famous line of Bill Clinton, President Clinton at the time. Infrastructure? W- I did no, not define, have sex with that one. Define what is, is. Okay. So what is <laughs> infrastructure? Sentence. Infrastructure yeah. is becoming everything. You got actually road, bridges, but I always say subsurface infrastructure, mm-hmm. traditional infrastructure, you know, ports, airports, you know, water ports, what we're talking about there. And then all of a sudden you have now social infrastructure. Right, Internet. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We do have open phones right now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. One of our previous callers uh, said that uh, individuals are being censored when it comes to Hunter Biden, but it seems to me that we do know quite a bit about them. But uh, is Twitter and Facebook allowing Hunter Biden information? Uh, at one time they weren't. They weren't. Now okay, they so but it's they not, may be now. But it's the level of media. You got mainstream media, the NBC, mm-hmm, CBS, mm-hmm. CBS, you know. Well, you, they're not ABCs. covering. I can tell you. Yeah. That. So, so again, where, which part? Which but Fox segment is and Newsmax, OAS? Uh, they're covering you look Hunter. At, uh, well, as much as you can, but you look at the New York Post being taken off Twitter, and look at the dates. There's a lot going on pre-November third compared right, to post. We got two calls 3rd. coming in, and Dan is waiting. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for coming in or calling. Hey, <laughs> good morning. Before I say anything, I'd like to thank Mike. Hey, that was a great call with great insight, which I completely agree with his analysts. 
analyzation of what's going on in today's media and democratic government. But anyway, I didn't get interested in news till about I got married in 1964. I became very interested once I got serious about life. And I saw the media buy well, Hold it, hold it. Dan, Dan, Dan. Dan, you... <laughs> You got married. That was a pretty serious thing to do in life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. That's what he said. But okay. That's what I mean. I started to get serious in life at that point. I didn't pay attention to much else except hot rods and <laughs> other things prior to 1964. But anyway, I got married, and uh, I started to pay attention to the news, and I saw the bias against Barry Goldwater, whom I liked, and I didn't realize there was bias till that time, and I kept watching it. It was mostly bias against any Republican, but I, they, I didn't call the media totally married to the Democratic Party till President Obama came along and then I could see the complete marriage between the media and the Democratic Party yeah they were flirting under (laughs) Bill Clinton they were really they were getting pretty cozy but the complete marriage happened under Obama and now it's a fully consummated relationship going on so you don't get any real news from your main media outlets. Any, like you said, even Fox is in that, getting more into that group. Yeah, and most of the truth you get is from conservative talk radio. And um, I miss Rush Limbaugh every day. He was a... <laughs> He was the best communicator, not boring, and he communicated good conservative viewpoints. So, my, yeah, we used to, back in the 60s, I used to call CBS the Communist Broadcasting <laughs> Network. Even back then, we saw the bias. Yeah, right. we weren't blind. And that was, Goldwater was what, 68? 64. 64, okay, so, and and that was plainly obvious then, and it's been downhill ever since? Yep. Well, a lot of people agree with you, that's for sure. They were were biased, and it was mostly biased against Republican, but now, under Trump, it became completely hateward towards Trump, because he was going to... He exposed their whole establishment setup, which they didn't want exposed. But to the the consumer that under that goes into great depth, like your caller Mike, we get it. I can't express it near as good as Mike, but I feel the same way. All right, Mike we got you. We'll give you. We got thirty seconds left for you. We'll give you the last word. We got callers waiting. We got to take a break, but go ahead and wrap up, Dan. And uh, yep, I just say, why be very careful what you believe. Be a very critical consumer of news. 
don't take everything at face value. Check all their viewpoints. Don't just go with CNN or CBS. You you got to check it out. Be a be a more alert consumer. Be a discerning news. consumer of news. Yep, all right. Discerning. Thank you so much, yep. Dan. Thank you. You have a great one. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you so much for calling in. And thanks for being you. That's the best part about Dan. All right. We've got to take a quickie break. We'll be right back. We've got two callers. They'll get a couple of minutes each when we return. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant isn't one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Carl, sorry we're not going to get you on the radio today, but uh, boy, call back. We'd love to hear from you, my good classmate. Uh, Lance, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Okay. Why, anyway, when you were talking about those uh, folks who felt put upon because when they were stopped, being black or being brown, you know, they seem to be uh, treated differently. That's what the emailer said, yeah. Okay. Well, it's no wonder if they are because of the proportion of crime committed by blacks and browns. And you you look at every crime index you can find. If you're 13% of the population and you're committing 60-some percent of the robberies and over half of the murders... Don't blame the police. Start talking to your own kind. Are they committing more of the crimes or just disproportionately enforced upon them? Is the enforcement that if they commit 1% of the crimes and whites commit 1% of the crimes, but uh, blacks are targeted more frequently by police, are are they being targeted? And that's why they're a disproportionate uh, number of uh, arrests. In other words, because they uh, stop them more, they find more crime? Well, they find the same level of crime they would in whites, but they stop more of them, so they get more. And it's a question. It isn't a statement. <laughs> well, I'm asking. I don't know. I, I, I mean, that is a good question. I mean, it really is. I mean, I'm willing to pursue. No, well, Ben, you see you, on the surface. Ben, you're an observer of society. What's your view on this? Well, yeah, ca- this cause and effect. Cause and effect, and uh, you look at certain geographic areas, and, and people say profiling. Profiling, well, profiling's done every day by everyone. <laughs> you profiled what you were going right. to put on today. I'm not going to a closed store yeah. to buy something. Yes. I profile ones which are open. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I would say this: uh, you would hope policing would be more efficient. But I go back to the statement I said earlier: personal accountability. You see these tragedies happen. And uh, one thing it seems to have in common uh, is that uh, there's a lack of, as Led Zeppelin would say, communication breakdown. 
And uh, I've never thought running from the police solved anything. And where are you going to run to? And we see what happens. And well, it's you're not unfortunate. allowed to run from the cops. They know but, you. But also, too, let's look at it this way. Take this into our micro cosm here in this our, area. Our cocoon. Yes. Okay. When you were younger and you got pulled over by the police, you were profiled because of your youth or your lack of driving skills properly, or did you have a sports car and you were going 45 in a 15-mile-hour zone? So, you know, that whole profiling thing seems to get down. Now, we're not talking about the details of homicide and what happens at the top, but I'm saying look down and look what police have done over the years and look at the profiling incidents because... That is police work is profiling. How do you solve a crime? You have to go into some profiles and, and gather information. Now, you're saying is the information... You don't stop little old ladies from Pasadena and say, aha. I have seen well, a little now. old lady get pulled over because they were going 25 in a 55-mile zone. Oh, Lance, go ahead. Well, anyway, um, back in the day, uh, I was, of course, profiled. You know, anybody that had long hair and a free spirit, you know, seemed to be pulled over looking for drugs. And it happened to me, and two policemen, boy, and they took everything out of the car, and they left it all by the curb and waved me on and said, I had a nice day. <laughs> so I thought, this happens again, you know, because I'm putting everything back in there. Me and my dad spent a whole morning to make it so all he had to do was pull two trays out, do a couple things, and take the back seat out easy in the car, you know? <laughs> so when you get and stopped guess, unnecessarily, it's more efficient. <laughs> after that, I never got stopped once. Oh, and I go by there with a whole bunch of freaky people in the car, and... Zoom. Nothing. Leaving a cloud of smoke, too, and yeah. nothing. But there's a serious conversation to have about this. We, right. We, we're ending with levity because it's Friday, but yeah, we, we, it's it's all this stuff's dead serious. Thank you, Lance, and thank yeah, you, everybody. Guys. Thank you, Mike, and thank you, Joe, who called yeah. in, and everybody, and thank you, Ben. Yeah, thanks. We'll have a good weekend, and uh, remember, go Bison. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.